Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm very pleased to have Mindy Shire as my guest today. Runway of Dreams Foundation was founded in 2014 by Mindy Shire, a fashion designer and mother of a child with a disability. Her journey began when her son, Oliver, who has a rare form of muscular dystrophy, wanted to wear jeans to school like his friends, but couldn't manage the buttons or zippers. She realized that millions of people around the world must also be struggling to access fashionable clothing that meets their needs. She began to envision a world where all styles of clothing were available with modifications that would make them accessible for people with disabilities. After spending 20 years in the fashion industry and opening a design school for kids, Mindy decided to combine her experience and her passion to address this unmet need by founding the Runway of Dreams Foundation. Welcome, Mindy, and thank you so much for joining me today to share this important resource that you've created for those with special needs and disabilities. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on the show. Now, tell me, you are known as the Adaptive Fashion Crusader. What inspired you to start the nonprofit Runway of Dreams Foundation? Well, I I do really believe that, you know, many invention, so to speak, or entrepreneurs start from a very personal place, and that certainly is how my story began. Um, I am a, a fashion designer by trade and the mom of a child with muscular dystrophy. So when he was of school age and we had to really think about what he was going to wear to school because he really couldn't manage buttons and zippers, he couldn't fit anything but sweatpants over his leg braces. It just became his uniform. And one day when he was eight years old, he came home from school and said, Mom, I want to wear jeans to, to school like everybody else gets to. And I really don't understand why I've never worn jeans to school. It was a, a true kind of kick in the stomach moment of not only did I come from the fashion industry and, and made this my whole career, but I needed my eight-year-old to remind me of how critically clothing is to who you are as a person and your confidence and your self-esteem. And he was vocalizing at a very young age that he felt that wearing sweatpants every day made him feel like he was dressing disabled as well as being disabled. And that moment really opened my eyes to the fact that if Oliver was struggling with this at eight, I couldn't imagine what people with different types of disabilities or, you know, other, whether it was physical or cognitive or any disability out there, how were they managing clothing challenges? And that really was my inspiration to starting Runway of Dreams. So when you founded your organization, what was some of the research that you conducted? Well, I felt that it was critically important that if I was going to go to the industry, to the fashion industry, so to speak, about a concept that at that time, this was 2014, no mainstream brands had ever done any anything with adaptive clothing. And to be honest with you, with that, I had been in the industry for almost 25 years at that point, And I didn't even know what adaptive clothing was. It just wasn't even anything that I ever heard of before. 
So not only would I be coming with a, a brand new concept, but I really better be also coming with from a sense of um, true understanding of who this population was and their spending power and the size and all the data that I could possibly have. And the reality was that I only knew my world with Oliver. I, I didn't know with somebody that had a limb difference or Down syndrome or autism or was in a wheelchair full time. I didn't know what their clothing challenges were. So I needed to educate myself. And I spent a year doing uh, surveys and focus groups. I went to hospitals and spoke to physicians and physical therapists and occupational therapists and really um, delved into this population 100% so that I was extremely educated and very clear on commonalities between vastly different disabilities and clothing challenges. And Fortunately, during that research phase, I was able to extrapolate from the data that there were commonalities between clothing challenges and different disabilities, so much so that I was able to then develop modifications that could be implemented into mainstream clothing. Well, it was quite an undertaking, my goodness. Uh, I understand that you also connected with the Tommy Hilfiger team to create the first ever mainstream adaptive clothing line for kids. How did that happen, and what other brands does Runway of Dreams collaborate with? So once I completed my research phase and started um, developing prototypes of what this concept actually would be, which is basically mainstream clothing that had modifications embedded in it to make it easier for people with disabilities to dress or be dressed. And I started then reaching out to any last contact I ever had in the fashion industry. And thankfully, through a a number of contacts, I was able to get myself in front of the CEO of Tommy Hilfiger and his team, and when I was preparing for that that first meeting, I, I basically bought every piece of the Tommy Hilfiger collection. I actually bought two of them. One I kept untouched, and the other I implemented the modifications into the product so that they could see firsthand of, of the concept that I was trying to um, explain to them, and that if I could do it, they certainly could do it and do it better. And so, thankfully, after that meeting in May of 2015, the the CEO, who really was the the first um, person of that level that I spoke to, that understood the value, the importance, the fact that this was a business opportunity, and rather than saying, well, if nobody has done this before, there must be a reason, which was comments that I heard in in previous meetings, he was really the first one to say, thank you for coming to us. This is unbelievable, and I cannot believe no mainstream brands have done this to date. And they really pioneered this movement with me in developing the first ever mainstream adaptive clothing line, which is now called Tommy Adaptive. And this was now in 2016. And now I'm going to fast forward a bit to where we are are today, and we just actually hosted our virtual fashion show for New York Fashion Week. And the fact that we had Tommy Adaptive 
We had Zappos Adaptive Platform. We had Target's Cat and Jack Adaptive. We had Kohl's Adaptive Options for Kids. And we had Stride Right, who just developed um, adaptive sneakers for kids. So the fact that I can name five mainstream brands that have now not only believed that including people with disabilities into their portfolios of product is not only the right thing to do, but it's a business opportunity. It's pretty spectacular for a very short amount of time. So it is just exciting that, in, you know, with the every year that goes by, we're able to engage with more and more brands. And it's just something that I, I think that the industry is truly understanding with more depth and, and education than even four years ago in the power of people with disabilities from a consumer perspective. Well, that's fantastic. And, and you mentioned that you kicked off the New York Fashion Week show. Um, I believe it's, what, four years in a row now that you've done that? And, and I'm sure there's going to be a fifth. <laughs> No question, right? So actually, yes, and and this was actually our fifth year of doing oh, okay. uh, a, a fashion show uh, of this nature. Um, I would say probably this was, uh, as you mentioned, our fourth of being a part of Fashion Week. Our first one, we were just so new, but this was a really big year for us because it was our, our fifth year, and we just couldn't have a pandemic stop our mission. Um, and so we did decide to do it from a virtual perspective. And I will tell you, Gilda, that there were so many silver linings that happened from not being able to do it in person, which, you know, we were disappointed with in, when we were first planning. But what it did was allow us to really make this global in a way that we couldn't do previously from constraints of, you know, our models are physically on our runways. and But this year, because we did it virtually, we had models from literally around the world participating in our show, um, wearing product from the brands that I just mentioned, and our outreach and our the far stretching from a virtual perspective was more than we could have ever done from a New York City show. So it really, um, I think, in, in many ways was a, a bit of a blessing in disguise as it's from, from an education and branding and really awakening the fashion industry globally to the, the power of adaptive clothing from, a, from in, in mainstream fashion brands was, was really powerful. That is definitely, definitely a silver lining. I love that. And I am sure that there will be a sixth year coming. <laughs> no question Absolutely. about it. So tell me, what are some of the challenges that adaptive fashion is facing? And what do you want people to know about adaptive clothing? Well, I, I think at this, you know, point of life and this wild roller coaster that we're on, I think in general, um, the, the retail fashion industry is, you know, is struggling a bit. And that would be inclusive of, of adaptive products as well as mainstream, as well as able-bodied products. But the, the wonderful, and again, I, I use the term silver lining of this is that now we're in a position that brands are really in need of, of new revenue sources. 
um, and and hopefully new eyeballs and consumers. And that's really what adding adaptive options and products to your existing collections really does. So I think that this is actually going to be, in a way, very beneficial uh, for adaptive products to become very much a part of our, our mainstream perspective because it's it's not only the right thing to do, it's a business opportunity. And it is not recreating the wheel. It's just modifying what already exists. And now that we have brands that are proving the concept of it and actually making it a very important part of their portfolios, now there's evidence. So there's a market, there's proven evidence, and there's a need for new revenue streams. So I, I truly believe that it will be the perfect storm of adaptive clothing coming out on top. Absolutely. I so very much agree with you. And this is what you're doing. It's it just so important and so very, very much needed. How does it feel when someone thanks you and your organization for helping to change the fashion industry to be inclusive of people with disabilities? It's a little indescribable in that I, I come to this place from a very um, personal and professional Perspective, so it's, it's emotional for sure when I know that my experience um, and my journey uh, with my son and my family has led to helping millions of people not have to hopefully go through even the small amount that we went through and or and also shaping a world that my son is going to grow up in to believe that people with disabilities are just as important as everybody else in, in the fashion industry for sure, and that is bleeding out to other industries and will continue to do so. So it's um, a, a true labor of love. I don't think I've ever loved anything that I have done professionally more in my career, and it is something that is to know that you are a part of somebody's journey while they live it and are making their life better um, from a confidence or self-esteem or how they show up to the world is something that I, I, I dreamed about and never imagined it would be from this, and I am incredibly grateful. And the message that you're sending is such an important one. And I love the fact that you mentioned that it's leaning over into other industries and that the word is, is getting out there, that people with special needs, people with disabilities are just as important and have the same needs and wants and desires and hopes and dreams and aspirations as everyone else. And in the next five years... What is one major change that you'd like to see the fashion industry make? I would like adaptive products to just be another category in the industry, no different than plus size or petite. It just has to be product that was made for a different shaped body. And I I firmly believe that we are where plus size was 20 plus years ago, but we are moving exponentially faster um, in in the acceptance of the 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 need and the necessity of uh, this category just being a part of the portfolio. 
But what I'm really loving is that the industry is jumping on it and not, and it will not take 20 years for brands to realize that different categories and different shaped bodies need to be as important as, as able-bodied or, you know, plus size. And I believe that will absolutely happen within the next five years. So at this point, Mindy, please tell me, how can our listeners reach you if they have questions or if they want to know more? Absolutely. They, first, I would love to encourage everybody to go to our website, runwayofdreams.org. Please have fun on our YouTube channel. We have actually our most recent event. Um, kicking off New York Fashion Week was just posted um, this week. Please enjoy that and the many other um, videos that we have up there from all of our shows and all of our models. And I, I've always been a very big believer that change happens with a conversation. So I always like to leave people with the notion of just think about waking up tomorrow morning and looking in your closet and not being able to find something that you can either actually dress yourself in independently because you cannot manage buttons or zippers and or if you don't have anything that is appropriate in terms of leading a meeting, going on an interview, going on a date because you just can't manage it is something that is often... Um, taken for granted, myself included, before Oliver came into my life. And it is a, it's a critical function of who we are as humans and being able to navigate life. So it is very much up there with, with food and shelter is clothing. So please get involved in, in understanding the, the necessity for mainstream adaptive clothing Enjoy our website, watch our videos, and certainly anybody can reach out to me via our website um, through email. Okay, and would you mind repeating your URL and even your email address for the listeners? Absolutely. It's runwayofdreams, all one word, dot org, and my email address is mindy, M-I-N-D-Y, at runwayofdreams.org. Well, thank you so much, Mindy, for your time and for sharing your vision with us today. Thank you. It's been a joy. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.